As followers of Christ, we are faced with new norms and societal changes that may differ from our worldview. We see fads continue to shape not only our culture, but our beliefs as well. Are we following the trends of life, or are we seeking after the deeper truths which God places before us? We'll discuss these questions and more in Trend or Truth. Hey everyone, it's not Zorn and it's not Mason, but it's in fact Bailey. <laughs> What's up y'all? I wanted to get in here and try to lead one of these myself. I thought it'd be a fun time and I had a few things placed on my heart to say. So this week I have with me Wes. Hey guys. As well as some new guest of Carly. What's up? And Christian. Hi. Uh, so... Originally, we were going to come together and talk a little bit about what like uh, what it's like to live with Christ in college, uh, but one of our guests got sick, so we decided to postpone that till a later time, and instead we decided to get together and talk about our Kazon group this week, uh, and with that, talking about uh, core values and maybe a little bit about how our past had formed those. So, to my lovely guest, I want to start off with the question of, when did you start to become aware of your core values? I love your question about awareness, because, I mean, we all have our core values from a pretty young age, but we don't know what they are, because essentially it's whoever raises us, whoever our, you know, main influences are in life have kind of impressed those onto us, and it's only when we start to question our beliefs, you know, systematically and say, wow, I didn't realize I was kind of like, you know, bent a certain way on this opinion about this thing in life. And you're just like, wow. And I, you know, I don't know about my personal awareness. Uh, I would say I was (laughs) well out of college before I really started to wake up and see, wow, this is what really matters to me in life. And probably when my kids were born, I would say. That's good. Yeah, I really like what you said about, you know, your core values being shaped by who you're around and how you're raised. Um, Family is one of my core values, and so that kind of leads into fellowship and and relationships. Those are things that are super important to me because I grew up in such a tight-knit family. Yeah, I feel like from a really early age, I started to see things like my dad was teaching me carry over into my life but um as i got older it started to develop i started to develop things for myself yeah i i definitely understand what you guys mean i was uh just thinking on the way up here about how some of my past had changed or had influenced kind of those values and how they've it's kind of shaped from what i experienced when i was younger and how those have all kind of compiled into who I am now and who I'm becoming. So, uh, before we get too deep into a lot of other things, I wanted to provide you guys the opportunity to share what you think some of your core values are. Kind of give our guests listening kind of an idea of what we're talking about when we say a core value. I guess I'm first again. (laughs) Sweet. No, um, I mean, we all could go to the default answer and say, God is my first and foremost core value. And I, and he is, but I think in our normal conversations in life, we tr- I, I'm trying to be real cautious about this. It's just not 
something we attack people with. Not that we walk up to somebody and go, hey, what is your core values? You know what I mean? It's not a normal, <laughs> like, conversation that we have with somebody we don't really know. It usually comes out in, like, how we connect with another person. It's like, what what's common ground that maybe is not so um, controversial? Does that make sense? And so, and I'm not trying to, you know, point fingers at anyone, but we, I think we do that a lot is that we don't necessarily talk about our core values with other people until we want that relationship to be closer. And then it sort of becomes more important. It's just like, do I really want to take this relationship? And I'm not necessarily talking about romantic relationships, but do I want this yeah. person to speak into my life? Do I want this Ooh, that's mm, good. person that's to good. have some level of, of trust? And so then maybe we start talking about, well, so, you know, what are your core values and how do they line up with mine? And I guess I should say that, first of all, what it, what is uh, your level of commitment to relationships? And because my first and foremost relationship is with God. And so, and then what do their relationships look like from their down? So relationships, I guess I should say. Yeah, I really like that. For me too, I, um, I always think about how I want other people to view me and what are things that I want them to, when they think of me, I want them to think, you know, like I'm kind and joyful and just like mainly my character. And so I would say that character is a pretty big one for me. Um, I think along these lines of core values and like, <clears throat> like I think what was said, we always go to people and be like, Hey, what are your core values? Like, tell me about yourself. And of course, like we want to say God, but I think God, um, wants us to be shaped like him. And so, mm -hmm. uh, just like having the core values of things that are lovely to him and beautiful to him, like having accountability. That's just like something I'm super big on. Um, and I think God probably like loves that. Because I mean, like he was accountable for like us and everything. So, yeah, Good stuff. <laughs> yes, it is. Uh, I think when thinking about core values, is I, I've never really thought of calling them core values before. They were just sort of what I called my values, uh, or even just you know, the things that make me myself. So I mean, I've identified some of them before I came into doing uh, this Gazone project, but. I really don't think I've written them down before or given them as much thought as I had uh, when we started doing this. So Craig Rochelle, the pastor of Life Church, kind of described uh, two key ideas behind what core values are, and they are the things that fill you with righteous anger or the things that make you the most happy or joyful. Oh, yeah. And so thinking about that, uh, the question of what helped you discern what your core values are versus something that just makes you angry or happy? I think the things that really get us passionate. Does that make sense? Cause I mean, you can think being passionate as, you know, I'm going to have an emotional reaction, very extreme, whether it's positive or negative about this or that. And I, I would say the things that we are most passionate about will make us uh, influence people in, in one direction or another. Like, I'm totally passionate in a positive way about this, 
then people are going to take notice because they see how much uh, time it occupies in your mm-hmm. life or uh, they see you just change, I guess, get excited, you know, whatever you get intense or whatever that is. And, and I'm trying to think of things other than, uh, I could just say amp, you know, I get amped up yeah. about amp <laughs> and, and, you know, every time that I get to talk to somebody about it, it's like they can see my total mood change and how I'm like, I can't wait to tell you about what's going on there versus the flip side of it, you know, things that really make me confrontational, I guess you could say, is that I I think of things, you know, the exploitation of, of innocence and it, it's sort of like the opposite of the same thing is I, I care so much about you guys mm-hmm. that I love being here. I love hanging out with you and stuff like that. Yeah. And you guys know I'm also a teen pastor. And when I think about people exploiting teens or doing something to them, you know, deceptively and and all the bad things that happen to adolescents these days, that really gets me mad. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Righteous anger, I guess, is, is the word you use. It's like a real yeah. theme. Um, so for me, past experiences are huge in uh, like determining your, your core values. And for me, um, one past experience that has really shaped mine is I have a twin brother. Um, and yeah. <laughs> um, and he has, it's called Mobius syndrome. And um, it's where some of his facial nerves are paralyzed. And so he, um, is considered special needs. And that is one thing that both stirs up righteous anger in me, but also brings me so much joy. Um, yeah. it's just being around, being around those kids mainly. Um, but you know, when they're mistreated or when you hear about like abortion rates for down syndrome babies or, just things like that. Those are things that really just break my heart. And, um, that is, that's gone. That's been there my whole life, you know, and that's part of the reason why I, uh, I'm applying to PA school and, you know, trying to shape the rest of my life around that core value. Yeah. Thanks for sharing that Carly. Uh, cause I also think that my past experience is how I've identified a lot of my values. And, uh, the, the way I decided to describe it is thinking about, when I'm reflecting on something that's happened in the past, whether or not it still makes me angry mm-hmm. uh, or fills me with that righteous anger, I should say, because there's plenty of both that have happened in the past, but things that I'll just be sitting there thinking about. And next thing I know I'm in my head having a 20 minute rant about why this is not mm-hmm. the right thing or a 20 minute rant of this is why it made me so happy uh, and things like that. So when thinking about your core values, um, how uh, would you say they've changed, if they've changed even, uh, as you've gone deeper on your walk with God? There's so much that I I could probably fill up an entire podcast to talk about how being closer to God has impacted the way I think. You know, I I think at the very beginning of Kazone is when Pastor Rochelle talked about Romans 12 too, right? And he's talking about the renewing of your mind and how, you know, the, the way we process 
you know, reality, what, what life looks like to one person, because I mean, perception is reality, right? And what we perceive as Christians should be different than people that aren't. Does that, am am I making sense here Mm -hmm. in that it's not just how we behave? It's not just the choices that we make, but how we actually see the world around us. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. It's like, and being able to see through, you know, uh, uh, the lenses or God's eyes has made a huge change in my life. And, and to me, that's the biggest part of knowing that you're growing in Christ is that, wow, you know, I can take a, a similar situation and I did not see it this way before and know that God's changing and shaping my heart and things like that. So again, I think the list would be incredible, but I'm grateful that God changes my perception of things and allows me to see things through his eyes. Yeah, that's good. For me, I don't really think my, um, my list of core values have changed that much. Um, but I would say that as my relationship with God has grown, the why behind it has changed. And I've come to understand like why God has put these things on my heart. I feel like the more I've grown with God, the more I've seen like real love and grace. And I always think of that song, amazing grace. Probably everyone knows that. And it says, um, "Twas grace that taught my heart to fear. It wasn't God being like a, a taskmaster with like a whip, like I want more. And so for me, that's just like crazy because it's taught me to like have grace with people. Like if you can't experience like a walk with God and not like have it pour out of you, I guess that's, and as I've grown, like my grace with people and myself has, has definitely changed. Yeah. Uh, looking back at what I know some of my core values to be now, um, I, I wouldn't say they've changed over the years. Uh, like Carly, I think the why has changed, but I would say even as the further along I get in my walk with God, uh, it's like the more that he waters that seed that uh, that he planted all those years ago, and so it was just growing more and more. So that reminds me of another question, actually. How much do you think your guys' core values have been changed or developed by your past experiences? Like all of it. <laughs> <laughs> and I think we talked about this one night that, you know, in small group where we're headed one direction and it totally switches gears mm-hmm. and topic changes and we just kind of go with it is that when we're talking about wisdom and talking about you can't really have wisdom on any thing in life without experience i mean you can have knowledge about it you can read about it you can you know possibly study it I guess that's the same thing. But the point is, is until you have experience coupled with that knowledge, you're not going to have wisdom. Mm -hmm. And without God giving you experiences to shape you and sometimes test you, you know, kind of go through trial by fire type of thing. Yeah. That's how God shapes us is, is those experiences. And what, and I'm not going to try and jump ahead, but think about the things that maybe we didn't necessarily want to have to, choose like in our particular areas of life and god said hey you 
you, you need to grow in this area. And he mm. chose to put us through an experience. And so, Oof. you know, in the, in the middle of it, we're like, uh, no. And, and then afterwards, we're just like, yeah, I see now where I, I needed mm. to have an experience yeah. in this part mm-hmm. of my life. Yeah, I totally agree with that. Um, I say that, you know, your past experiences shape all of your core values. But I do think that you are born with, like, things that you're good at and things that... Mm-hmm you that are important to you but at the same time like god has a plan and if he places if he gives you something that you're good at from birth then your past experiences are gonna help grow and shape that amen i (laughs) think like if i'm gonna get deep i think the biggest thing in my past experiences is I love my parents. Like, they're awesome. I love my parents so much. However, there was divorce in my past experiences in that from, like, a young age. Of course, I didn't, like, understand it at first. I was like, cool, two rooms, two Christmases. But, like, as I go, yeah, I was, like, not. Optimism is one of Christian's gifts. Yeah. (laughs) But uh, later on in life, like, I feel like it started, I feel a sting of it. And I don't know, like, like, why? Like, why did this happen? I'm not, like, blaming God. But it definitely, like, I, I get what you're saying, Wes, about, like, it's through the valleys that you grow. Like, Jesus showed up in a manger, on a, in a stinky manger with stinky animals and probably like, poop everywhere. Like, why did he choose to show up there when he's the king of the world? You know, like, why, why did he choose that? And so, like, it just shows that Jesus is in those with you and uh, that he, like, grows you through those things. Like, if you weren't tested in your faith, would it be genuine? So. Yeah. I love what Carla was saying about uh, those innate gifts because we've also talked about spiritual gifts uh, both in the previous podcast session and uh, this last week as we did Kazone. And I really think it's interesting to see how it's not just like one that builds the other, that places the other in, in motion. It's it's all three of them working together. Amen. Uh, which is, of course, how God has designed it, I'm sure. So what sort of questions would you ask others uh who are wanting to find out their core values, what would you, what would you ask them to kind of help them along in that process? You know, I think the two questions that you were talking about earlier that Craig Rochelle said were what stirs up righteous anger inside of you and uh, what brings you the most happiness or joy. And I think it's really important for people to understand the difference. Like Mm -hmm. we were talking about earlier, the difference between just being angry or, kind of passionate about something and righteous yeah. anger. I think uh, like what Craig Rochelle said earlier in Cazone is like, if you don't have a vision or like a passion or you don't have like a purpose. And so mm, yeah. like asking them, like, what are they passionate about? It's so good to have, like be joyful about something. Like we forget how good it is to smile and like be joyful. The joy of the Lord is our strength, but also like what keeps you like grounded. Um, I feel like that'd be a good thing to just ask. Cause it'd be kind of weird to be like, what makes you righteous, like you're ang- like righteously angry and <laughs> joyful, you know, just like that's too, like they might feel opposite, but like just asking like the real questions in life and figuring out who they were and kind of giving them feedback on that. Yeah. And the core values, like it's not always equal to beliefs, but do you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's not always equal to like what you believe, but I think it's kind of like reveals what you believe. Like, if you say you believe something and then you kind of have to have a conversation or even 
act on your core values, then you're just like, oh, maybe I really didn't think that way. Maybe that really wasn't a core value because I'm I'm not as passionate about it as I thought or I have a difference of opinion whenever I'm faced with choosing like A or B. Like you have to go one way or the other way. Does that make sense? Is it's it's like sometimes we need to go through situations in order to figure out what our core values are and it has to be something that we may not necessarily want to choose between. We kind of want to ride the fence on something. Mm-hmm. And I think God works that same way as what we were talking about in, you know, we talk about gifts that aren't spiritual gifts. Well, what, what if we want our personality to be a certain way? I'm, I'm trying to choose words carefully here, but some some people will like give an overview of themselves. Like this is my personality type, da da da, and they they say that. But really, what they're saying is, I want to be this, oh, yeah. but they mm-hmm. may not be actually the difference between what I want to be in reality. And so, mm-hmm. a lot of times, I think we need the accountability side, like what Christian said, yeah. is to say, you know, you're sitting there describing your core values to a friend and stuff like that, and you look at it like, um, uh, I don't see that, uh-uh. you know. <laughs> And so that's where the, the, to me, the relationships make a difference is this is like, I can see where you want that, but I'm not seeing this in your life. And maybe yeah. I can pray about it with you or, or whatever. Um, did, did I totally get off topic or is that anything related to what you good. just asked? Okay. No, that's great. <laughs> I was yeah. just like, it, it, it kind of hit me in that sometimes we, want core values because we see that the other people we care about and i think that's the whole thing with god is that we care what god wants if we're a christian and so we need to check that against what reality is with like what christian said the accountability side of it and so we're i think we're all going through the process of just like we're figuring out our spiritual gifts we're trying to figure out our core values we're also trying to figure out some self-awareness of, you know, what things are, what God actually created me to be and what, what things that I'm choosing to do or be like, because I like them because I'm comfortable with them Mm -hmm. or whatever. And we've had several people as we were going through this kind of get shocked by what their spiritual gifts assessment said and, and all these other things. And we're like, we're still in the, in the shaping thing. And so there has to be this, one of my core values, I'm, I'm answering this question late was teachability because I, I saw in myself early on that That's I good. was not very teachable. Mm-hmm. I, w- I wasn't very shapeable and I knew that needed to change. That's awesome. I love that. The questions that I would ask uh, kind of the people who are wanting to begin this process of searching it all uh, is one, who's going to hold you accountable? Because if, like Wes was saying and Christian was saying, if we don't have anyone to hold us accountable, then we could say our values are whatever we want them to be. But when it comes to that point of self-reflection and kind of thinking about, okay, well, what might my core values be? Go back to those moments where you stop yourself and say, wait, why am I angry at this? Or why am I suddenly so happy uh, on things like that? I didn't realize that I had such a core value in 
friendship and fellowship until I lost a dear friend. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, and it was that pain and that struggle in that time of life that I'm like, I I truly did value his friendship. And then, you know, life happens sometimes and something God happens. Um, so whichever it was in that situation, I I can at least say thank you, God, for pointing out that value on me. Yeah. I think um, like on the accountability side of it all, I just, it's so huge. I don't know why. Like, I guess it does like serve like a righteous anger in me. Like you want to have accountability in like what you do and like in yourself and in others. Um, I've heard it said like you can pray about it. You can like fall out in the spirit and have people pray for you, all this stuff, but you still have the role of like walking it out yourself. So that's why I think it's huge. And so for those who maybe are still on the fence about whether or not they want to start this process of finding their core values, uh, what advice would you give someone who might be wanting to discover them? So less questions to make them think, but more of like the actual, here's what I would do kind of situation. Kazone. <laughs> Kazone, baby. That's the easy answer. But <laughs> um, one of the main parts of Kazone that really helped me figure out my core values is the past experiences and I know we've talked about that before but it's so so important to be able to look at your honestly look at your past experiences Mm -hmm. and um, sometimes it's hard sometimes most of the time it's hard um, because the painful things that you've gone through are most likely what has really shaped your your core values but it's also important to look at the good times and and what you've been through on that side of it as well. I think uh, as I've gone through Kazone, like it's crazy how much it's like shown me. I didn't think it was going to be like that like, awesome, but um, I, mean, I was like, yeah, cool. Do like a Bible study. But no, like it's really like pointing some things out and like really like, um, like, like all the way down to the smallest details, like how God can use this in your life. Um, yeah. Reality TV show. No, I'm just kidding. Amen. No, I mean, <laughs> seriously, if like, if you had somebody follow you around with a camera for a week or something like that, and then play back everything that you chose to do every single minute of every single day, and you sort of like put it to paper and said, these are my priorities because I spent this much time doing this. I hung out with these people. I hated working my job or, you know what I mean? (laughs) Is it, it's like, just look at what your daily routine is or weekly. I'd say weekly more than, than daily is like get a pretty good sized snapshot of what you choose to do with your life. And that'll pretty much tell you, you know, what do I value? What do I not value? That's really good. I just want to add like, um, like it's something I've been like working on is like 24 hour is your worship. Not just the Mm. moment when you sing a song, you know, God wants you to be a house of worship. And so, like, your whole day, like, that'll shape you in your core values when you're just focused on the Jesus. Your eyes are on Jesus. Yeah. Uh, the advice that I would give falls in line with don't try to discover them on your own, but discover them Amen. with people you can trust. That's good. You know, I, a lot of us want to say, oh, yeah, my friends are trustworthy and great, but before you just go and do it with a group of your friends, and this is a great thing to do with a group of your friends if you are good and you have people who can discern whether the truth is being told or not. But if you are in that situation, then find a group 
that you that somehow I don't know if it's through God or what you know you can trust. There's a lot of people in the that have been coming to small groups, and I'm just like, I have no idea who you are, but something tells me that you're someone I need because you're going to point something out. Uh, and I'm not going to say go with your gut because the gut's a dangerous thing, but go where you can find peace and mm-hmm. start this process. Yeah, I totally agree. And it, it kind of goes back to what Wes and Christian were saying earlier about accountability. You know, like I can sit here and say, I, you know, character is important to me. Joy is important to me. Um, kindness is important to me, but at the end of the day, you know, I can say all those things, but is it really true? And one thing that I really liked, um, at small group last week, we, one of the questions was, um, we went around the room and said like how we can see everyone's spiritual gifts and core values as they live their life. And that was so helpful and so important coming from other people. Wow. So that was kind of all that we had in the terms of core values, but I also want to take the time and talk a little bit more about the gifts and things that we discovered. So we've already kind of talked about spiritual gifts and how there are you know multiple lists there in the Bible, uh, but let's go ahead and just start just by sharing what we think some of these gifts that we see in the people around us, not even just ourselves, but those in the room, those at AMP, those just in life that we see walking down the street. And to me, it goes back to what we were saying like in the beginning is that when you spend enough time with people, uh, you get to decide whether or not it's something you want to invest in. You know what I'm saying? It's like we're all given yeah. 24 hours, and uh, it kind of equals or equal. That's okay. Delete. <laughs> <laughs> it. It goes back to what we said originally about. Um, people in our lives and how we spend time with them and how we invite the ones that we trust or um, that we want to actually speak into our lives. And so at one point we're going to decide we're going to invest in that other person as they invest in us. And if we um, sort of, if we believe that this particular person is going to be honest as in the accountability side that Christian was saying, but at the same time still do it out of the right motivation, that to me is more along the lines of the the way that we'll trust when they speak into our lives because we know that they're not being critical. We know that they're not trying to um, you know, hurt us or make themselves feel better by, um, you know, just saying that you need to change. You know, do you see what I mean? Is that those people, as we are getting to know their spiritual gifts and knowing knowing about where they are in their relationship with Christ, that's going to change how we let them speak into our lives. Like, I trust what you have to say to me, and I'm going to listen more uh, to the things that might seem a little bit uncomfortable or things that I need to work on or whatever it is. And if that person's spiritual gifts show up in their lives as, you know, whatever it is, just like, I know that that person has been gifted by God to speak on these particular things. And whenever I have an issue, I'm going to go to them and talk to them about it or ask them to pray for me or ask them about their past experiences Mm -hmm. 
and see if they're dealing or have dealt with life in the same way I feel like I am right now. Well, I really see um, a lot of people in AMP growing, myself included. I see a lot of people here that are just so gifted with teaching and knowledge as well as like, I feel like all this like fits hand in hand. Like when you're walking by the spirit, your life is a vibrant, I guess it's called Zoe is the word vibrant life by the spirit. It's like eternal life now. But, um, I feel like even outside of here, like just people have spoken in my life. I like let speak in my life because, you know, I see the spiritual spirit like moving in them. And, uh, you know, I had a youth pastor who like, I just would go to, I would talk to him about just like everything. If I had a, a problem, if I had something, I was like, I'm not sure about this. You know, I guess that's like exhortation where he can like tell you, like, like correct you where you needed to be corrected. And it's like in a loving way. It's like mm-hmm. conviction, not condemnation. So that's good. And in that kind and loving way, I think you're talking about discernment, not exhortation. What? No, like exhortation was like talking about how you can like encourage people to like, yes, go in like a good, yeah. or bad, like, you know, like he's, he's, he's like, coached him up a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. No, one thing I see in, in AMP especially is I feel like everyone is so good at encouragement here. Amen. Like I walk in the doors and I know if I'm having a bad day or even not, like I'm going to feel encouraged when I come here. Absolutely. Yeah. I love one of my core values is growth. And so getting to experience that firsthand as I'm watching people like learn about their gifts or one of my favorite things, even though exhortation is not the highest on my list, I love watching us as we're in these groups saying, yes, I see that in you. Mm-hmm. Or I see it's that good. gift in you, and it just it, it fills me you. with so much joy. Yeah. yeah. In the process of like sharpening each other, you know, the the part yeah. that we're encouraging each other, coaching each other up, and stuff like that will be different a lot of times than the sharpening side that's painful. You know, mm-hmm. like when you're knocking off some of those rough edges because you don't want to do that in the big group. You want to do that one on one. And just kind of say, I didn't want to like totally throw you under the bus or whatever term you want to use in front of everybody. But I saw you treat somebody else like dirt, you know, the other day. And that's, that's not what we do, you know? And, you know, we had a situation like that not too long ago where we had to call somebody out that you just said, you know, you didn't have to be so critical of that other person. And whether or not you were joking about it or not, it didn't come across that way because you can see the body language of everybody in the room go, ooh, kind of mm-hmm. cringy, you know? It's just like, why did you say that? And, you know, if, you, if you're if you seriously trying to help that person, you won't call them out in public. Exactly. And I really love that you shared that, Wes. Thank you. Okay, and I think that's where we're going to wrap it up. So I want to thank you guys again so much for coming and just sharing your hearts and what's been on your minds as we've talked about these values. If you guys want to learn more about what the AMP station is and what we do, you can follow us at social media. We're on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. You can find us by typing at AMP yourself, A-M-P-S-O-S-E-L-F. And you can look at our website at www.ampstation.org. Thank you all. Thank you for listening to the Trend or Truth podcast. This podcast is recorded out of the AMP station in Claremore, Oklahoma. AMP is a Christian ministry geared towards college students and young adults with an emphasis on loving God, loving people, and making disciples. 
If you like what you heard, consider becoming a subscriber so you don't miss out on a single episode. We release new entries every Monday. Also, rate and review this podcast on iTunes and share it on social media. Once again, thank you for joining us today, and we'll talk to you next time.